Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holton, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you're listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me? And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 429, where I'm shown. Oh, I met. This is Norma. And this is Ted. <laughs> Norma, is uh, sick, Norma. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Got manly. Yeah. Are we supposed to? Are, did she, she said we can say though, right? No, she didn't say. I don't. Say. I can't. Does remember. it matter? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. She's zombified. zombified. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. <laughs> Want to thank you, no, no matter where you get us: Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. In all places, podcasts are found. But the best place is over at our brand new home at ZombieCast.net. Go over there and click. Uh, the info link, and you can learn about his host. You can see what Matt looks like, Ted, Norma, and me. You can learn a little bit about us, how we grew up with horror, things that we like. And you can also contact us over there via email. But the best thing is you can get the complete library of ZombieCast over there. There's also a link that'll take you to ZombieResearchSociety.com, and we are the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all the news articles at the Society. They're always up to date on current things, current movies, current topics in the zombie industry. Which I hear there's a really good one now on Netflix, which we will talk about on the warm-up segment. But go to zombieresearchsociety.com. You know, they're so good over there. Matt Moak, the founder, used to be on AMC's The Talking Dead. He's a guest here and there. And uh, George Romero was on the panelists over there. The king of zombies. The creator 
the Romero zombies, George, George Romero, Romero himself. himself, and the man of the hour. You know what? It, I, I wasn't going to talk about this. I think I missed it last week, and maybe the week before. You know, we did it before, but it deserves. We can do it again. I th- I, I'm pretty sure okay, we've well, done well, this before on the show. I'm pretty sure we've done this every episode. And he's waiting for it, so don't don't keep him waiting. So should we talk about Snow, like like the, inf- like the, the new guy, Informers, you know, yeah, you know somebody that's a tomato. Yeah, he's Canadian, I think. Detect the man and say, "Sammy, Sammy, stop coming down the ladder." Oh my God, Matt, actually, dude, that is the most Canadian thing that's ever happened on the show. You know what yeah, it is. Go away, bear. Go away. Hey, bear. Go away. There's a new guy over there. His name is Cameron. And you need to check out Cameron's articles. He's 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 the man of the hour over there. You know, Luke really talked this guy up, and uh, he's well educated in the zombie industry. You know, he's he's the new Romero, Cameron, Cameron Romero. That's his name. <laughs> Cameron Romero. <laughs> I saw uh, CR Savini. I saw a Simpsons episode where Savini like is in it for five minutes. Like the he's doing a talk at the uh, comic guys shop like right. practical effects and stuff and i was about to tape it and send it to you guys but then i got lazy but yeah tom savini I th- yeah i think well, that was savini I don't dressed think I up saw as cam i saw him when he was on letterman way back but super old like it was an animated tom savini and it was like come see tom savini the and bart and milhouse are trying to go see him and stuff it was, it was interesting mm. i forgot about yeah, that that's pretty that. awesome I used to love his sp- yeah he specials. used to be on letterman a lot and, and he would bring like uh like the crate beast and stuff like that uh you know things that i really liked as a, as a child growing up uh, that Savini done. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Man, he's done a lot of things. Yeah. He was he was in Dawn of the Dead, right? Oh yeah, he played a biker. Yeah, yeah. He but, was uh, the one you, you know, check Tom out Savini's greatest con- contribution to horror was is he um is the he uh the original Friday the thirteenth, you did not see Jason at the end of that movie. And it was Tom Savini like and they went and screened the movie and people were just kinda like, eh. You know, the girl's in the little boat at the end, and it's just nothing happens. And Tom Savini was the one right. who said, we got to have something really fucking scary happen at the end of this thing. And it was his yeah. idea to have the little boy deformed Jason jump out of the lake and grab her. Which, to this day, every time you see it, it makes you it's scary looking. Like, no matter yeah. how many times. And that was yeah. all Tom. So Tom Savini's actually the guy that's responsible for the first, first like, on-screen appearance of Jason ever. It was his idea. Oh, cool. And he also designed yeah. the, It was his idea to make him deformed. Because Jason was just a boy that drowned, but he says, let's make him, like, deformed-looking and weird. So That's kind of cool. Like, yeah. all, like, waterlogged and stuff. Well, he literally was deformed. Like, yeah. like he had, like, like sloth yeah. from Goonies. That's why they... And you say, think that's why oh, they were paying attention right. to him, because he was... Baby. Roof. Baby roof. But, you know, the, the kid that played Jason in that first one has... There's a, a death yeah. metal convention or something that's coming here and the name of his band yeah. is called first <laughs> he's really riding it's kind of a dumb name thing, like 40 45 <laughs> it's years like that nirvana front cover kid <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah but but you know they're like get vip passes and you can hang out with the first jason from yeah. first jason and i'm like it's just weak weak he advertisement like, 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 sorry all i don't way. i don't care you're, you're the guy that jumped out of the lake yeah. huh? all right <laughs> yeah. But guys, go to ZumResearchSociety.com. We are the official radio show of the Zum Research Society. And while you guys are over on social media, we, we want you to like and follow on uh, Twitter and on Facebook, ZombieCast World, as we love being with you zombies all week long. And click the banner up top on Twitter and follow each individual host as we love being with you zombies all week long. But yeah, first, J- I mean, how, how 
how long? I guess you could write it your whole life. Yeah. What's that? Sure. What? That what? Well, the guy you know that was oh, Jason yeah, yeah. way back. What was it? Nineteen eighty something. Nineteen eighty. The one with Kevin Bacon. Exactly. I was watching that documentary on Netflix or one of the streaming channels that they had all these uh, documentaries on each thing, but they showed the whole J- Jason thing and how they 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 really kind of wrote it as they went, and it kind of failed a couple times, and then like you said, Savini come back and put Jason at the end yeah. for uh, the big bang well, and cliffhanger. Uh, the funniest thing about that movie is it's is Friday the Thirteenth is like. Um, I've seen all the documentaries about it. This is literally what they did. Is they uh, Halloween came out and it was like the biggest thing ever, and then everybody started Ooh, trying to rip right. off Halloween. And you know that's why after Halloween you had like My Bloody Valentine, Happy Birthday to Me, Graduation to every holiday. Well, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Cunningham, he was he said there's never been a movie called Friday the Thirteenth. So he went and he didn't even have a script or an idea or anything. And he went and took out an ad in Variety just with this big Friday the 13th logo. And it said the scariest movie ever made. And it was a fake ad. <laughs> and a bunch of Hollywood nice. studios were desperate for a big Halloween type horror movie. And they contacted <laughs> yeah. him. They're like, what is this This movie? We want it. What is it? We don't care what it is. We want it. And he's like, yes. Yes, it's our, it's our big horror movie we're making. <laughs> and then once all these people got interested, he went and got his screenwriter friend. And he said, he literally said, go rent or go get a copy of Halloween. Watch it and rip it off. That's in that. Yeah. This, you can read this. Go watch that documentary on Shutter. That, that's what you watch, Sean. The um, it's crazy. The, the, monster, yeah. the monsters behind the monsters movies, that made us, or something like that. It's called the monsters behind the movies, or there's like five uh, episodes on okay. Shutter. And the guy yeah. literally watched it and he said, "Okay, well you got uh, you got point of view of the killer. You've got an uh, opening murder scene. You got yeah, you got this. You got that. You know." And he just. It was all the writer's idea. He just made up this story of a camp and a mother and a son who drowned. And it became, like, huge. And then, you know, there's been this, like, legal thing with Friday the 13th for, like, 12, 15 years. And I think recently they didn't know who owned it. I think the guy that wrote the screenplay is the one that the courts gave all the rights back to. Because at the end of the day, it was his, the story and the creation of Jason was all him. Like, Sean Cunningham said, let's make a movie called huh. Friday the 13th, but I have no idea what it's about. Come up with a plot. He just had the title, and he, he got people he interested. He had the title and got the funding, yeah. but this screenwriter's created the whole mythos. And huh. I think he That's got, cool. he owns Jason now, so they're hoping there'll be, like, more movies, because that whole thing's settled now, so hopefully we'll get a Jason movie. You killed my boy, you oh son of a God. bitch! Betsy Palmer at the end of that, she's like, kill her, mommy, kill her. You never paid any attention to him. You were making love while that poor boy drowned. <laughs> I still think the one that holds up out of all of them, it, of all the Friday the 13th, is still number two. And that's when yeah. he's got the burlap sack on, and he's running through the woods, and, and the mother's head's on a cake. And <laughs> that was, you're mixing it, up, you're it, mixing up creep a creepy show movie. With, uh, creep show with Friday the 13th. Her head's on the table. It's, uh, it's, it's creep show where the head's on the cake. Yeah. Right. Well, that's right. The head's on the table. I was thinking it was like a cake. Yeah, it was it's candles like a shrine. He has it. his mom's head like on a shrine. I, I, I thought maybe they sung Happy Birthday. <laughs> You're right. But but it's still creepy. You know, it's got the blonde in it. She's running around and she puts on the sweater that his mom was wearing. It's like, Jason, you're my boy. And, and tries to brainwash Jason. But the burlap sack Jason, man, by far my favorite. 
It's still creepy, dude. I got that DVD downstairs, man. You watch oh, yeah. it, and it, it will still and make they you stopped, jump. They stopped doing the, the burlap sack because the Elephant Man had come out. And they talk about this in that Shudder. Again, there's a great five-part episode thing on Shudder that covers, like, Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, Leatherface, yes. and Pinhead, or Candyman is in there. And um, right. Chucky's in there. Um, yeah, and they said the Elephant Man came out, and it looked too similar to Jason. And they're like, people are gonna make fun of it because yeah, it's so they. That's why they had to change it from the bag because he looked too much like the Elephant Man. <laughs> right, right. Which is a, which is a very that, sweet, that, a very sweet character. You know, no one would imagine the Elephant Man running around beheading people. Well, yeah. wasn't that in the sequel though, where Elephant Man Elephant just kind of like snaps? Yeah, uh, yeah El- Elephant Rise of the Elephant Man, the sequel. Yeah, Bride of Elephant Man after that, and then the Elephant Man Reborn. There's a whole series. That's the one that. where, like, Dr. Loomis, uh, I never Dr. Liked Anthony Hopkins has to go after the Elephant Man like like Dr. Loomis did in Halloween. He's, like, yeah. talking him down. Yeah. He's like, he's like, don't do it, John. I shot him six times. He has to shoot the Elephant Man <laughs> off a balcony at the end of the second movie. It's pretty great. I thought they kind of jumped the shark when Elephant Man in space. Like, yeah. when they froze Elephant Man. Yeah, yeah. And that they was, had to go that was, space. Are we thinking about the same <laughs> Elephant Man? I think that, that was, <laughs> that was Elephant Man X when they shot him into space. Uh, but then at the oh, end of I that, you, he I goes back you. in time, and he's actually his own I was thinking Elephant Man 3D. And then they had a movie <laughs> yeah, where Elephant, Elephant Man, Man uh, joined the Avengers, and he fought Ant-Man. And Yeah, and they made him ooh. into, like, a hero, right? They made him into, like, a conflict They did a hero. whole, like, Winter yeah. Soldier a redemption arc, and he came back. Yeah. yeah, a whole Negan arc with Elephant Man. So it came full the circle. Best, I liked it. That, not led the to best the is when movie. he teams up with uh, Snuffleupagus. Yeah, he rode uh, Snuffleupagus yeah. into battle at the end of Endgame. If you look, I know... People think they they've scanned every image of that that final battle, but if you look close, you can see uh, yeah. the Elephant Man riding Snuffleupagus into battle. Yeah, the the Elephant Man of Rohan. Yeah, yeah, he's in Lord of the Rings too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do want to give a shout out before we we get into talking to stuff. Every week, I listen to uh, 103.1 The Wave out of Salt Lake City. I like when Utah. we make up fake movies. It's fun. It, it is good. But Resurrection Radio shouts us out, advertises us every Sunday night. Uh, uh, and, and all you got to do is say is, is the A word to your Echo device. And it's 103.1 The Wave. And like I said, it's based out of uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. And I think it's broadcast from around Austin, Texas. But it's Eddie Rotten, uh, hey. Resurrection Radio. And, and I just want to thank those guys for shouting us out every week on FM Radio. Thanks, Eddie. And any, anybody can listen to it uh, via your, your A device, A-L-E-X. Alexa. Uh, yeah, you can't say it. Imagine being married <laughs> to a woman named Alexa and it just causes all sorts of problems. God you couldn't have, you could not have yeah. that device, yeah. right? Yeah, or mar- being married no. to someone named Galaxy or Google. Or Cortana. Yep. Yep. But on, so, uh, I did want to say on Resurrection Radio, it's like heavy music. Like they'll play Corn to Van Halen to Deftones and, and take requests. So uh, check Eddie Rotten Mighty, out Mighty Resurrection Boston's? Radio. Yes, Your I love ladies. them. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> who, who, somebody does that intro. Adam Carolla. Sorry, my Alexa wants to shut up. Alexa, stop. <laughs> See, now, now you know why I was like, A-L-E-X. <laughs> yeah. You remember, you remember, uh, you remember that period it. in time when your Xbox, if you said the word Xbox, your Xbox would freak out? Remember we, 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 went, we went on with that <laughs> for years? Right. 
<laughs> that was such a bad design choice. Like, let's name the activation word the name of the console. The only thing I liked about it was uh, turning the volume up and down. It, it, it was kind of, you could say Xbox record that, and it would record, like, a, a video clip. The only thing I used that for was to was to mute my television. Like, if the phone rang, I'd go, yeah. Xbox mute. And that was the only the whole, only yeah. thing I used it for. But, you know, it worked. That whole generation of movement games. Oh, God. PlayStation Move and Connect, and then, like, the I Wii, guess the Wii. Wii and the Wii. Yeah. Everyone and then people were like, I, I kind of just like sitting down and not moving. <laughs> well, it's the same with, like, you, VR. Like, you I, love, know something... I like VR, but there are people like, every game's yeah. going to VR. It's like, I hope not. Oh, I got to bring up. Lyndon's like yeah. that. Everything's in VR. I mean, they watch movies. He has meetings. He's like, Dad, I'm going to a party tonight. It's on the VR. <laughs> I, I got to talk about Resident Evil uh, 4 on VR. That, that that matches the podcast. Yeah. Because I've, well, I've been playing well, that. That was the first news story I was going to talk about, actually. So, yeah. p- uh, 4 is what we need to get on VR, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's like And uh, Village is the one we need to get on the PS5. Correct. And they're gotcha. almost... If we play four first, because then you'll realize how much Village is like. I wouldn't say a remake, but heavily inspired by four. Gotcha. A lot of which one is black and white? The demo that I played that just that's scared seven. Me that's where you were in the the video camera stuff. Yeah, that's the one where you're in the family and you're having uh, seven. Seven's like the scariest one to me. Eight is like maybe overall a better game, but seven is scary as shit. Eight isn't scary at no, all. Eight right. is just like fun. It's like watching a silly monster. Eight movie. was like eight was about as scary as the Hugh Jackman Van Helsing film, except yeah, for the exactly. except for the House of uh, Benediction oh, the, oh, or Bena whatever the baby. What was it called? Beneviento or whatever the baby house. Beneviento, whatever. Yeah, the one with the yeah the giant sloth baby. That was. But yeah, but seven is Sean. Seven is like straight up. Like I replayed seven last year after I beat eight because I hadn't played it since it came out. That game is. That game is scary as shit, and it's tense yeah. too. Like especially in the beginning when you, you don't have, you're not very powerful and you're just running away from this crazy, Breaking Bad type dude. Yeah, and it's and it's also when right. you see like if you do the DLC, you see these the family that makes it even scarier. If you look at the DLC, you actually get to play as the family before the game, and they're they're normal, they're normal nice people who are just living oh. out there, and they all got possessed by the evil that was on that boat. So, yeah, the black. So it makes it even eerier because they're really nice loving people mm-hmm. and then they rescue this little girl who's in trouble and then she infects the whole swamp with that black mold yeah. and that's Got what turns you. them all and it makes it even like creepier to me and actually village is a direct continuation yeah. of that too yeah well ashton was wanting to play the one before it but uh bloody disgusting has a news article that says resident evil village now sold 5.7 million units Dang. resident evil 7 is still franchise best yeah probably so it says because we already had uh, one sales update today regarding the survival horror franchise, why not have another? As per usual, Capcom has updated its list of platinum titles to December 31st, 2021, and no one's surprised Resident Evil Village keeps <coughs> on rolling, having now sold 5.7 million units uh, since its launch last year. It says it's sold an additional 900,000 units across PlayStation wow. 5, 4, Xbox One. And all these things, but... Uh, I, heard, I made a mistake. I should have put that in my top five games. Oh, that's like my top... It. That was my top game until yeah. Halo Infinite. But even then, it's kind of 50-50. But it, it says Resident Evil 2 Remake sold 9.3 million units, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard now stands 
at number one of the franchise at 10.6 million units. That makes sense. Now, well, now I will say, though, it's it has more, but it's also was out four or five years longer. Yeah. And Resident True. Evil 8 is yeah. right below <laughs> it. So when the, the, smoke, the dust all settles, I think 8 will surpass it. Do you think there'll be an 8 uh, collector's edition or game of the year edition with all, like, DLC? Because aren't they planning DLC? Yeah, they for officially 8? announced they're making story expansion DLC. Oh, I can't wait. Well, I remember playing the demo that I played a seven was like different from anything Resident Evil I've ever yeah, played. Yeah. So if, if he went right into Village, is it is it not scary like seven was? The opening is, is pretty scary? scary when you're going up to that creepy in through the woods and stuff in the snow. That's a creepy. Yeah, part. I, it's scary in that it's tense uh, and it's gory, but seven is just scary because. You're in the middle of this madman house, like, like yeah, like, like there's nothing in, in eight that's right. scary. Like I was in playing seven at uh, like again last year, and you're out in a nothing spookier than a swamp, like at yeah. night. Yeah, so you're in this swamp, yeah. and like the crazy grandma who is creepy as shit is like walking around with a lantern looking for you. And I was out like in the boathouse, and I could literally see yeah. her walking around her house, like through the window. And I and it was just like, uh, and she's like, "I'm looking for you, boy. I know you're." Right. And that shit was creepy. There's nothing in the new game that was, creepy, but I was playing on hard because I went back to seven, I think, a few months ago. I was playing on hard, and I gave up at that at that point. There the, was the some the boathouse seven. Place, there's one place I couldn't get through. I think the boathouse. I was well, like, "Ask ah, her." Did you ever play the DLC called the End of Zoe? No, I don't play The I End of Zoe, I bought that last year because I never played it, and that, that really finishes the story. Like, you got to play End of Zoe uh, and the Chris Redfield DLC, which is free than Not a Hero. That really ends the story. Like, not, not really? uh, like the okay. Zoe thing is, um, yeah, there's, like, major plot points, but you literally play. It's, I got to laughing when I played it because I did not know this is what it was. You play mm. as the redneck brother of the main bad guy. You know the, the 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 Breaking Bad looking dude. Yeah, you yeah. play as his right. brother, and he comes yeah. in out of the swamp and he finds that his whole family has been killed by these mold monsters and turned into mutants. And he's like, "Oh fuck no! I'm gonna show y'all some swampland <laughs> justice, motherfuckers!" <laughs> yeah, and he's like, and you are literally just running around <laughs> punching. It's it's like a melee game. You are running around like fist fighting the. And talk about not scary at all. It's funny. He That's is funny. fist fighting the the sludge monsters, and he's hitting them so hard their heads are exploding and shit. And he's like, and as he's beating them up, he's literally saying, "Yeah, take that, you some bitch, you motherfucker, take that shit." That's cool. And then he actually at the end it turns into like a superhero thing where he steals some. Uh, it's a little spoiler, but I gotta tell you because it's funny. He steals some technology from Umbrella, and he gets these like yeah. giant metal gloves on his hands that have like rockets on them and shit and then you like charge nice. your fist up and punch a dude and they just explode it gets so that's ridiculous awesome. that's cool yeah uh maybe i'll go back to it then i mean it's gonna be a long time before that village dlc well they're so, remaking so resident Ted, evil you're... 4 too that re that that'll, that's what they're doing between oh. major releases they're doing the remakes of the old ones that's good and i'm sure that's and good. we could probably so, get some free codes for that because it was capcom yeah, let's do it True. Yeah. yeah ted is uh Reenacting a redneck Southerner's voice, and Ted, you're from you're from Georgia. Just talk. <laughs> wait, wait, so, the, the voice y'all been hearing on the show for a decade is that's the acting. I've, I've, I've worked. Let me. Yeah, I've worked hard to. Let me talk about record. Resident Evil Four VR because yeah, I want to hear about this is, it. I, I'm surprised Lyndon hasn't uh, discovered it yet because this is like this is a true uh, VR experience. Well, well, let me tell you. Yeah. 
I bought Lennon. The, one of the first games he got was the Walking Dead VR. Saints and Sinners. It kind of scared him. Yeah. Then Five Nights at Freddy's, like, and he was like, kind of like at that point, he was like, Dad, I really don't want to play it. But now he's all into the horror games. He loves the new Five Nights at Freddy's where you're walking down the hall and the guy's behind you and they're coming out of the doors on the side. Has he played Rest yet, Sean? No. Oh. That's your game. Yeah, you lied to me then. You said, well, you said no, he's no, played no, no. it. He, he, he did, he did <laughs> play Rest. No, 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 no. He did. It's W-R-E-S-T, right? Yeah. Yes, I I, I I I will take a picture of it on this thing. <laughs> he does have not rest. Good enough. You need a photograph. It, I know, uh-huh. but uh, it's but okay. he's into horror games now and loves it. So he'll love this. It's uh, so yeah, it's it's Resident Evil Four, um, but it's completely it's done in VR. So you feel like you're in the middle of this village. They've done this VR so good. It is so much fun. Just to like. You have your gun in your right hand. You've got to reload it like a realistic. So it's actions. first person Resident Evil Four. Yeah, it's 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 first person. Ooh. It's full locomotion. Like you're not warping anywhere. Like it's full, just like wandering around, real motion, uh, just shooting zombies, solving problems. Everything's been adapted to the VR space, and you're just looking around. You're like you're in the middle of the castle. You're looking around at all the artwork. It looks so. And this is a game that's what like 10, 15 years old. I can't remember oh, how dude, old this the is. Oh, dude, That's like right. Yeah. That's like. That's, That's a pushing long twenty time. years, probably at this point. But even with but like VR's come a long ways. But man. even with like those older graphics, kind of up-res for VR, like it's still an amazing VR experience. So I think if if they ever decide to make an, just a new game for VR, Resident Evil, it's gonna it's gonna blow people's minds because this is so much fun. Well, think about how sick and that RE4 remake that they're absolutely gonna make is gonna be. That's gonna be huge. And it's a remake, right? Yeah, it's going to be a full remake, like they did with RE2. Where it's like up, oh, RE2's yeah. graphics were like next gen looking. It's going to be like awesome. Yeah. Looking. Uh, yeah, and like I said, since Cap, I want to check it out. For some reason, like, we're like in real this. good with Capcom. I don't know why they just really like us, and they just they just anything you ask for, they'll they'll or anything I ask for, I guess they send. So send them this episode. Be like, look, we talk about you guys all the time. <laughs> they send us yeah, shit sometimes without me even. I actually messaged them. And says we didn't ask for this. You just sent it. She's like, I know. You just we just sent it. It's like, oh well, thank we you. We love you. Kisses. Does she so blow what's kisses? Monster Monster Hunters World? <laughs> it says that's the dominance of Capcom charts now, having earned seventeen point eight million unit in sales. Yeah, it's a monster fighting game. You get your buddies together. You go. You have fight a cat monsters. that runs around with you, like oh, okay. a raccoon or something. There was a movie made about it with Mia Jovovich. Dude, speak, dude. she's in all the Capcom. Is she going to play Dante yeah. in the Devil May Cry movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I want to check it out. So Resident Evil 7, I know we talked about this before. I should be able to find it. It's it's only in a PS4 box, right? It's not PS5 yet. Right now, I mean, it's not up I mean, you can still find it on the PS5. You can buy it and play it on the PS5. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But, like, if I went to look for a used one. Yeah. Of seven, I just buy the one that says PS4, or will the do they put them in both boxes? No, there's no PS5 version of. Uh, it's a PS4, seven. but it'll play on the PS5. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, like Village, I, I, I pay sure full price for. But I know Ted, you said that you looked it up, and sometimes you find good deals uh, for games that have been out for a little bit used at GameStop. Yeah, we got the disc version for well, that. Yeah, reason. yeah, well, I got Uncharted four for like ten bucks at GameStop. So GameStop every Resident now and then you can get a good Evil good Seven Amazon. Like it should be only twenty bucks. Resident Evil yeah, 7's on bucks. Game oh, really? Pass. Sadly, they don't have VR though. 
Is it on Game Pass? It is, but there's uh, no yeah. VR, you know. Which defeats. Yeah, Resident point. Evil Seven is twenty bucks in Canada, so. So wait, so it's on Game Pass because I have my Xbox One X uh, hooked up to the same TV that the PS. So then, you, if you got Game Pass, then you've got Resident Evil Seven. But I don't think Boom. you can load there Resident you go. Evil Ash Seven. Ash is gonna be happy about that. You can't like that. hook the Xbox into the PlayStation, then play the Game Pass version on PlayStation <laughs> and VR it. I don't think. I don't. I don't think that would work. I don't think Xbox would allow that. No. Well, no. I mean, he could just pick up the black controller instead of the white one and yeah. play it on the Xbox. Yeah, because no. I have can't the, do it in, uh, Xbox. You just can't Ultimate do it in VR if, if you were wanting to do it in VR. Correct. Is it is seven in VR? They you can get seven in VR. Yes. I'll check right now for you, Sean. I'm pretty sure oh, it's dude, on. Dude, man, that game fucking scared me just it's, looking at the. TV but you need a PSVR. It, it's not on like right. it's not on Quest or Vive or anything. You need a PSVR. And, and Sean, another gotcha, game you need gotcha. to play is is uh, Outlast Two. Is, I've, I bring oh, that game God. up all the time, but that's very Jeez. Resident Evil Seven like, and that's that game will. Uh, Your kids should not play. You'll Resident, probably or, uh, Outcast. you'll probably just throw yourself off a bridge. Yeah, I remember when the, the first one of that come out, and it was showing people at a con watching videos of it, and they would come. Running oh yeah, Resident out. Evil Seven is still on. I think Outlast Two is on Game Pass. Resident Resident Evil Seven is on Game Pass, and Outlast Two was. Let's see if it still is. It still is, yeah. So they're both Outlast Two and RE Seven are both on Game Pass. Sean, so go get so, uh, put on a uh, put on an adult diaper, uh, and right. and uh, turn the lights down. Our new adult diaper. Refresh your adult diaper. Refresh your adult diaper. You need to change <laughs> yeah. from yeah. the one you're already wearing. And uh, 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 Outlast Two was upsetting even to me, and I'm a sick yeah. weirdo. This guy watches Dude, snuff. Yeah, films I watched and snuff films, and Outlast Two, oh, I felt Outlast. I felt filthy and disgusted when it was. Over. I was thinking of you the other day. I would Ted. play Silent Hill, and I've talked about this before. Yeah. And I would be the one with the controller, and it would be me and Freeman, mommy, and my cousin Dawn and her, her husband Russ. And they'd be like, "Just go in the damn door," and I'm like, "I'm not going I, in." I'm there. a nervous wreck playing this game. Fucking nurses, man. God yeah, the bless. The twitchy nurses. Yeah, it would get me. And then, you know, I felt that way whenever I was playing the demo for Seven, but I was by myself. So I think with me and Ashton and McKinley, uh, Ashton's girlfriend, and uh, Freeman Mommy, we can play Seven. Well, Sean, Matt, the thing about Re- uh, Outlast 2 is that, you know, you talked about the black and white looking through the camera. That's literally all. Yeah, like, like Fatal all Frame. All of Outlast 2 is, is like mm-hmm. that. The whole game you play it looking Found through a video thing. camera. Yeah. Uh. Did you guys ever play Fatal Frame? No, but I know, once, I know of it. Once upon a time, yeah. Way back, it was like Xbox One, but it's where you would hunt Gus, ghosts and you would you would have to take pictures of them. But you would walk to a room, and there would be like a, a, scene, a black and white scene of the ghost just creeping up, like looking, like if you're hiding in the closet, and he would be looking through like the little metal planks, you know, that's on the door. And it, it, it was done well back then. I'm sure it looks like crap now. Yeah. But Fatal Frame was a was a pretty creepy game back in the day. But Resident Evil Seven, I'm on it. Matt, what what uh, Five Nights at Freddy's did you say you've been playing with your son? Oh, we've been playing all, and we've been playing uh, what was the latest one? Uh, Security Breach, which is the one where like it's a full. It's an actual you're game. You're just. It's an actual game. It's janky as, as hell, but it's actually really yeah, fun. Yeah, no, we, we, that's the one we've been playing where you, yeah. where you gotta like hit f- turn five fans on or something. No, so this is the one where like you're you're playing as a little boy who gets stuck in the pizzeria, and it's like it's, yeah. it's hit five fans. 
What are you talking about? That what? Well, like, like we'll be like in the in the playground with the slides and oh, the, the generators. And and oh, like, that yeah, with the generators. Yeah, and not sun drops. And It's like you gotta yeah. you gotta turn five generators on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. they find you. There's so many secrets in that game, though. It's like you have to play it a bunch of times because is, it out, is that Outlast One games? you're talking about? No, five nights. Because Outlast One, that's <laughs> the a scene where you go one. to the yeah. basement and have to turn on a bunch of generators. And it's, I remember that stupid scene, and it took me. It's so the worst long scene in the whole game. Uh, yeah, everyone hated. That's where a yeah, lot of people quit playing because it. it was so frustrating. Ah, so bad because it was so like pitch dark, you couldn't yeah. tell, and you just got. Uh, anyways, five nights at Freddy's, Sean. So yeah, but then there's Pizzeria Simulator, then there's Sister Location, and and I, yeah. I know I know it's a kids game, but, oh, but no, a little Matto. It's creepy. Zan- Xander's okay with it. Xander loves it. He's been making Freddy plaster scene model. He knows the whole lore. He was telling me like a half hour story of this whole because it's, it's like eight games deep. It's now. like four. It's like Fortnite where there's a, a dad, you know Matt. on the surface yeah. it looks shallow, but there's a whole deep lore like like Subzy's niece can tell you the entire yeah. lore of Fortnite and I'm like, "Oh man, I bet that's fascinating." I can't I can't imagine. I can't I can't imagine what the story of Fortnite <laughs> is. <laughs> but, but Matt, it's just fun, right? Like yeah. Ashton is yeah, getting yeah, yeah. into like Nirvana and the Police nice. and Slayer and all these bands. He's like, "Damn, man, did you know this about about Sting and the Police?" And I'm like, "Dude, I'm loving it." Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, he's getting a passion for sure. Hey, speaking of found footage, have you guys been watching Archive 81 on Netflix? No, you told me to watch this. Yeah, I just finished it. It's pretty decent, it could, and it has potential to turn into like a really good series too. And I don't want to spoil too much, but it's it takes place like present time. A guy's been contracted to rent like a uh, fix up a bunch of videos that were burned in a fire in this old apartment building, and uh, it's that's where I'll that's where I'll stop it. But there, it, there's a supernatural element to it. You're you're going back to the '80s. You're going back even further. Uh, some aliens. It's it's really interesting. It's got, it's got some good found footage segments to it. I thought it was a really I'll, good I'll check it out. Yeah. Because there's that, and then there's a show that I mentioned. Let me find it in our super Oh, I saw chat. a movie, too. I just remembered. Uh, but mm-hmm. on Netflix last week, I mentioned that there was a new South Korean series coming out uh, called All of Us Are Dead. Yeah. And it's on Netflix now, and it got 100% across the board on Rotten Tomatoes. It's crazy. On every every review so far is 100%. So the last thing I, I remember like that was like Cobra Kai. But this is like a crazy zombie movie like Train yeah. to Busan, which I, I think is a phenomenal movie. Yes. Everybody should see that. But uh, uh, what was it called again? We All of Us Are, are dead. dead. I've seen the thing. All of Us Are Dead. So I guess it's out now. I'm definitely going to check that out. You guys still need to check out Black Summer also. I told you every time. I've seen it. I haven't seen season two. <laughs> Have you? I've only seen the first uh, like few episodes of season one. It was good. I think I just got distracted by something. They're trying to get to the ballpark. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. The zombies are like the most crucial zombies I've ever seen in my life. Like I said, if there's ten people, seven people's going to die. <laughs> well, speaking of zombies, you know, Walking Dead's back in uh, two weeks from yesterday. Y'all excited? Oh. The next eight. And, and uh, uh, there is a screenshot showing that we will be in the snow for probably five minutes of an episode. But there is a snow. There is a screenshot they put out of a zombie in the snow. So maybe they'll actually give us snow and make it last more than be a one flashback. episode. It's gonna be like, hey, you remember that winter? Yeah, flashback. it's gonna be a flashback uh, of Rick up a- in like Philadelphia right. for like one second, <laughs> showing how he survived or something. Yeah, because remember, remember when it snowed, all right, we all got all excited because we we're like, this is a whole new change. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna be great. We're gonna have zo- frozen zombies. There was so much potential, and it was one episode, and they were right back to the woods. It's like, oh, yeah, come yeah. on. It was a bomber. But, you know, 
the Walking Dead know-it-alls on all, all the pages that I'm members of uh, claim that they're filming the Rick and the Rick movie, and the Rick movie's on. And are they basing this on anything other anything than about just it. Like, their minds, or have they and, read it, or what? Because I, I mean, I'm sure they're filming it. I'm I, just saying. I, I don't know, but like, my question is, if Rick's been in the United States. He was at a basketball game a few weeks ago, NBA game, and he, they put oh, him on the Jumbotron. He? And yeah, up in New York. But he is, he, he's been in the United States. There's been a couple of sightings of him. But there's three parts to The Walking Dead. And if they were going to bring Rick Grimes back, they can't just do it on the last no, episode. No, he's got to be back the last would, four would, or five Would we get him like this, this the, third, the second block of the three-part series or would it be towards the end i think it'll be the last episode of the second block i really hope it's not oh you mean, you mean the upcoming like this upcoming eight yeah yeah i, yeah. I don't want yeah. to come yeah. back like the last five minutes of the final episode i want him to come back no, for a significant no. amount of time i think it'll be the final final season I, I do not care about these movies at all they missed their window for these movies as far as i'm concerned I, yeah. I care more about michonne finding rick i don't need to know where rick's been but i, I do want to know how michonne she left with that giant group of people. Like, what's that right. about? Like, wh- I, I do want to see, we got to see how she found him and what that whole story right. was. That Like, her journey to yeah. find him is more interesting than where he's been. I don't really didn't care. Didn't they give answers on that kid's show? Weren't we supposed to be watching that? Oh, the trash lady just like... made some comment about, years ago yeah. I saved a man's life, but I lied. I told him he was an a, B, an a when he was really a B. She just, that's all, all it was. It was like one line of dialogue. Oh, okay. I watched the first season of that i i like that show the new world or whatever it was called world beyond but you know where, where did we leave off i remember they had the the black guy that was the leader of the stormtrooper <laughs> storm showed up yeah the stormtrooper showed up and and i remember the it turned out palpatine the, was behind everything the whole time <laughs> somehow he returned. somehow palpatine has returned <laughs> yeah i love that meme. and then it's so funny. yeah <laughs> Eugene was in some community sexing it up with some girl. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really need to. I, I really need to watch the last couple of episodes. Nah, nah. They'll give mind. you a good but I, I remember we were montage. we were kind of digging it when Previously it ended. The Walking Dead. But 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 I, I remember we were kind of digging. Wait, it. Eugene was in trouble because remember, like he got in trouble with that rich kid. Oh, oh yeah, he, yeah. He yeah. saved he saved the guy's life, and now he's in trouble. That's right. right. Somehow Max Rebo returned. So, <laughs> Max Rebo. I got AMC yeah. Plus. I can go back and watch. That's what's it funny now. on that. That, that the first that thing I watched since show, October. Matt, is like Max Rebo, got, like characters that clearly got blown up on the on Jabba's ship at the end of Return of the Jedi are just walking around, and they yeah. they were blown up. I don't care what you say, but like like <laughs> Max Rebo was blown up, and now he's just back playing the piano, and no, there's no explanation for it, and somebody photoshopped. Well, hold up. Somebody photoshopped uh, uh, Oscar Isaac like rolling his eyes, and it says somehow Max Rebo returned. Well, that robot doctor probably fixed him up. Well, well, that, remember well, that cyberpunk robot Bib doctor? Bib Fortuna survived as well. <laughs> Bib Fortuna and Max That's Rebo, right. who were both on the ship when it was <laughs> Luke Skywalker blew that thing to bits. Yeah, like like but Boba. Everyone's super lucky. It's still out there in the desert. Like Boba Fett f- finds it. It's just like a pile of ash and like. Somehow, like, they need to have one little cutscene just showing Max Rebo and Bib Fortuna jumping on, like, a little lifeboat and going, See you later, motherfuckers! 
and like right before it blows up, <laughs> phew, like flicking them off right as yeah. And, and Max yeah. Rebo has his piano in his arms, and they're just taking off. It'd be that'd be hilarious. It's like we should get out of here. This thing's gonna this blow. Thing, got, hey Max, I got. Uh, <laughs> I, this ain't looking so good. That guy's got a lightsaber. I, I, I got a real bad feeling about this. Let's, let's get uh, out of here, yo. Let, let's just let's just get the job. I just got strangled to death. You know I'm out of here. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And that skinny Boba Fett, he's about to fall into the Sarlacc pit and skinny Boba, years. skinny thirty year old Boba Fett's gonna come out uh, thirty pounds heavier and and thirty years older. Yeah. I guess it's the Sarlacc, though. Like, maybe you, like, absorb nutrients in the Sarlacc pit and it ages you? Well, dude, they actually mentioned, I noticed this. What's funny is, I, I told you the timeline is absolutely correct. Yeah. I rewatched an episode of The Mandalorian, the one where Boba Fett, Boba Fett shows up. And, and yeah. he actually, oh, no, no, what I'm saying, he sees he sees an Imperial ship and he goes, they've returned, the Empire. But then on the new episode, this other Mandalorian's talking to the you know, Din Djarin, who's the main Pedro Pascal, and she says, the Empire people thought was so great, but their rule lasted less than 30 years. And I'm like, there again, Mm. you just validated that Boba Fett is 30 fucking years old. She said the Empire only lasted less than 30 years. So again, like, it's a massive blunder and I cannot look past it. I'm sorry. What a fantastic episode, though. Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 1. that They, they just put right in the middle of Boba they, Fett. They should have just said at the beginning in the opening credits, I, they should have just put up the Mandalorian title. And yeah. just literally said, like, Look, here's a season. We tricked you. Yeah. This is a Mandalorian episode. But they still said Book of Boba Fett. But I, I loved the Easter egg. I haven't watched it. Y'all turned me off. Turned you off? Uh, oh, but this what? but this was the Mandalorian. Like, for some reason, they're just like, let's just put a Mandalorian yeah. episode. Boba Fett wasn't even the in the latest one. And, and tonight, I, if... <laughs> My prediction, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm avoiding spoilers, but he, at the end, he says, I got to go see my little friend. Are we going to get CGI de-aged Luke Skywalker again tonight? Well, yeah, there's already rumors of uh, What's-His-Nuts Winter Soldier appearing as uh, Luke, like filming scenes But they already Luke, de-aged so. him last with a different guy. Now they're going to just replace him? I don't. Th- I think that de-aging costs a shit ton of money, and Disney's just like, can we just get a look They should have done that in the end of the last season, then. Instead yeah. of con- that, if that's what they do, that'd be stupid. But that last episode made me realize I just been, I, I really want to be watching Mandalorian. Like, yeah. that was ten times more interesting than Bubba Fett. I'm still going to watch Bubba Fett because it's a fun show, but that made me, like, realize this is a good show. I don't hate, but I, I don't so hate did, the Bubba Fett show. Did the Mando show up, or just a Mandalorian? No, it was the Mandalorian. It was a full episode about what's been happening. It was a 45-minute full episode <laughs> that was just a Mandalorian episode, and Bubba Fett was not even in it. And it has so ties I, to the video game, Jedi yeah. Fallen Order, which is kind of cool. So I haven't watched any of them. Do you think it would be better to binge watch them? Because I've seen y'all's debate in in Sean, our, I think in our you could just chat. start with episode five. Because that's when the Mandalorian <laughs> yeah, comes true. back. And just all, all you missed is Ma- Boba Fett is trying to take over the rule of the crime world on Tatooine. That's all you've missed. Yeah. Right. And, he call, and he's, he's gone out. He needs help. So he's gone and tracked down the Mandalorian to say, I need you to come back and help me kill all these crime bosses. And that's all you need to know. And, and you were right about him being 35. You you posted a picture in our chat where somebody actually had it listed his age. No, they, they made a range. they made a Star Wars timeline with all the years. And and I did the math. It's like, yeah, it's like episode two. I'm not gonna go through the whole thing obviously, but it's like episode two was 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 episode they said episode one if you add it up, it was 36 years before episode six. And Boba Fett was born right at the end of episode one. 
So he'd be 36 right. at the end of Return of the Jedi when he fell in that Zarlacc pit and when he crawled out as a 65-year-old man. <laughs> 35. And now you could argue he was in the you could argue he was in the pit for for 30 years, but the Mandalorian lady confirmed. said to, yeah. said to Din Djarin, the Empire lasted less than 30 years, so that debunks that theory. It wasn't even a theory if it aligned with the Mandalorian. Uh, no one knew exactly when the Mandalorian was taking place. I think it's three or four years after Return of the Jedi. Because yeah. they also said, Boba Fett said, time has a weird thing in Star Wars. Boba Fett lived with those Tusken Raiders for a couple of years. It seemed like a few right. weeks to us, but he actually said, like, right after he left the Tusken Raiders and he went and found the Asian girl Finn Shannick or whatever her name is, Finnick? Finnick Shan? Finnick, yeah. He said, he's like, he says, I almost died in that awful pit all those years ago. It was like, all those years ago? Like, in the context of the show, that seems like yeah. that just happened. So I guess he was with the Tusken Raiders for, like, he was three in, years. Okay, but he was in the Sarlacc pit for, like, a week, right? He wasn't in the Sarlacc pit Yeah, like, pit I caught, like a years. couple of days. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but then he lived with the Tusken Raiders for, like, a few years, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Boba Fett hooks up with a 40-year-old hot chick. It would look sick, but really... He's the young one, right? Yeah, he's the young buff. Yeah, and people call him old man. They're like, "It's like, what are you gonna do about it, old man?" It's like, he, yeah, he's thirty six. I guess it's a retcon, though, right? Like Star Wars has done it before. They're just retconning the character a little bit. It's just that they had they need the same actor, and but they needed to digitally de-age his face, they and the same they actor. needed to keep his helmet on ninety percent of the time to minimize how much you see his face, and that way it wouldn't cost so much to de-age him. You know, and then when he right. takes his helmet off, you have to de-age it. He should look now the way he lo his dad looked in episode two. Remember he played Django Fett? Right. Well, that That's what Boba Fett right. should look like now, is the way he... Wait, Jimmy Schmitz? What? Not Jimmy Smith. No. He played... <laughs> Who's Jimmy He played, he played Casio Keyboard, or whatever his name is. No, he played a... Casio <laughs> He played Bail Organa. Um, okay. And then there was uh, Cassian Andor in Rogue One. Why did they, why did they need the same actor? I'm sorry. Was it just loyalty? Loyalty. Like, yeah, and he's also the face. They're all because he's a clone. He's a clone of Django Fett and all the clone troopers. He played all the clone troopers in Revenge of the Sith. You know, oh, we so don't know it's the just... clone troopers' faces. We don't oh, know their do. faces. Why does you that... do? Because you see him like one of the main clones is named Commander Cody, and he walks around with Obi Wan the whole movie with no helmet on, and it's Tamira Morrison, and his name is oh, Commander Cody. Okay. Yeah, but they've recast people before. Like they could have just I don't know. Yeah, I said this before. You either you either have him wear a mask ninety percent of the time, and when you show his face, you de-age him, and that way it cuts down on the cost because you're covering his face. Or you write into the plot that the cloning process caused him to age rapidly, because that is in the yeah. that's in the lore. All the clones you see fighting at the end of Attack of the Clones are three years old. They they rapidly they altered their DNA to make them age rapidly because they needed them ready mm -hmm. fast. They couldn't wait 20 yeah, that years. that makes a ton of sense. And, yeah. and, but, and then they said, well, Boba Fett, we didn't do that to him because Django wanted a natural son that was not... So they ruined their own out. <laughs> yeah, but they could have retconned that and says, well, we thought we did that, but there was a fuck up and now he is aging rapidly. Like one line of dialogue to, to say he did yeah. age rapidly would, would have fixed the whole problem. And they can yeah. even have him say, so, like, I may look like an old man, but I'm 36 years old. I'm part of the, <laughs> the, the aging process of clones caught up with me. I'm still a stallion. Believe oh. you me. 
I'm still a... He goes and, like, tries to pick up some, like, 25-year-old. She's like, you're an old creeper. What are you talking about? One of those biker? One of those cyber biker chicks? Come with me, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm t- I might be younger than you are. <laughs> they can fix it. I wish they would bring dick. the guy back from uh, the Rob Zombie movies. I liked him. Living dead girl. Danny, and, uh, Mandalorian. Danny, hey, Danny uh, I always say bloodydisgusting.com in, in our in our post because uh, a lot of times I get the news source from here. But this this is just in. This is weird. It says new update for Resident Evil 4 VR allows for left-handed Leon's height adjustment and more. For those who snagged Resident Evil 4 VR for their Oculus Quest. Yeah, you're in for a new update. Per the Oculus blog, thanks to player feedback, Capcom has updated the mobility and comfort settings for this yeah. classic survival horror It title. just means you can like have different angles when you're walking around, and you can swap your hands if you can put the weapon in the other hand and stuff. But we have an Oculus Quest. You said that you had to have a PSVR? That's for Resident Evil 7. For Resident Evil got, 4. Okay, okay, okay. Got yeah. you, got you. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I did want to talk about that I saw on here was uh, Moses Mosley passed away at age 31, oh, yeah. which was one of uh, Michonne's pets. You know, oh, Ashton yeah. talked to this guy for a while. We saw him at about, the you know, uh, Yeah, and you know, he was kind of a short guy, but you know, Michonne's pets were really tall. But Ashton asked in detail, and, and, and he talked to Ashton forever about it, about these stilks that he had put on to make him tall. Uh, it says, sad news reporting this morning, as we've learned that young actor Moses J. Mosley who was several roles on AMC's The Walking Dead, has passed away at the age of 31. Oh, that's so young. Deadline man. reports Jesus. that Moses was found dead last week in Stockbridge, Georgia, and police are investigating the, the actor's cause of death after a recent report missing. Uh, Moses was so loved by many, and he goes on about it, but uh, his sister posted a picture that says, my brother was murdered mm. that, I, that I had shared. Damn. So... Uh, I think I think he was murdered. Hmm. You know that they, they they say it's under investigation, but you know his sister sh- straight up posted. And, and I'm friends with Melissa Cohen, which is Bicycle Girl, and she's the one that shared the sister's post about you know somebody killed my brother. Wow. So uh, I, I shared that Melissa's post yesterday, but it, it's just just crazy, you know. Uh, he he was such a nice guy. Both the Michelle's Walkers were really nice dudes. Yeah, they weren't so nice that. when before she turned them into walkers. They were pretty mean to her. Yeah. yeah. Did he play true. the live that's action? True. Or did he play the living version of the character that was all shitty? Wasn't it like her boyfriend and her brother were the two walkers or something like that? Because they, yeah. they were horrible people and treated her like crap. Yeah. They, these they they weren't those guys. It says uh, mostly other acting credits include The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Attack of Southern Fried Zombies, Queen of the South, American Soul, and Watchmen. Didn't she? Didn't she uh, leave her baby in their care, and they were not watching, and the baby got eaten by zombies, and that's what caused her to freak out and kill them and put them on chains? Didn't that happen? Did, didn't oh, that happen? Yeah. I can't remember the backstory. I yeah. think that's what happened. They were, they were mean to, and then they ate the baby. Yeah, or like she—they right? were supposed to be watching the baby, and they were—they were doing drugs and partying and not paying attention, and a zombie ate Michonne's baby. Something like that happened, and that's when she freaked right. out. Because she has another um, baby that she's not paying attention to. She's got Rick's baby that we haven't really. <laughs> like no one's paying to. attention to any, yeah. any babies on this show. They're all Nobody. just <laughs> those, they're literally fighting for themselves. Like like Rick's daughter's locked in a, yeah. ba- a flooding basement right now or something. 
Yep. But they uh, they also posted a screenshot of the Walking Dead on AMC's official Twitter. It says our thoughts and prayers are with the Walking Dead family member Moses J. Mosley. So uh, heart hearts out to the family mm-hmm. of that. Hopefully mm-hmm. they, hopefully it was uh, nothing bad mm-hmm. uh, that happened to him. But it's sad all around. Are we doing uh, the Halloween counter? By the way, are we are we not doing that? Yeah, how many days? <laughs> I just thought we didn't do it last time. Alexa, how many days till Christmas? Halloween. Christmas is in 327 days. Oh, man. Days. Christmas, guys, is right around the corner. 2022. 327 days well, We've got Christmas. 272 what? days till Halloween. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We broke 300 a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's coming right up. Yeah. And go. in a couple of weeks when The Walking Dead starts, I guess we'll be back every week covering all the episodes for uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah, I got to get and, AMC uh, again. I gotta sign up for that or that uh, special. I thought a Facebook Muppet was guy. on here, man. Did you change your voice? You're like, hey, Fozzie the Bear. It's a yawn. I didn't sleep last night. I I'm on. Uh, I'm on. Oh, I can tell it was a yawn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Fozzie the Bear. Yeah. I uh, I can run through a movie real quick. I saw. Um, yeah. And then well then yeah. and then and I I sense that Matt's about to have explosive diarrhea. Um, <laughs> we're we gonna wrap it up after this. I watched a movie on uh, what's it called? On Shutter called The Boy Behind the Door. Didn't you watch this movie already? I feel like you. I think I probably mentioned it. I finally watched it, and it was it was pretty good. Who's behind that door? Who's over there? Obviously a boy. Yeah. And it was uh, it was pretty good. It's about these two best friends that get um abducted. And one of them is locked in a bedroom, and the other one is left for dead in the trunk of a car. And the one that's in the trunk of the car breaks free and gets to the house where his friend's being kept behind the door. And it turns out it's a pedophilia ring, as expected. And they're going to – men can come and pay money to have sex with the little boy. So it turns in kind of like a people under the stairs where the boys are like – it's a big house, and they're trying to evade evade their pedophile captors – uh, uh, and escape the house, and it it was all right. It was I wasn't jumping up and down about it, but it was any twists, any uh, any cool little like whoa. Man. No, no, there was no moments. Far like out, man. Turns out it's not a feeling. The boys are having sex with the men. Whoa. Turns out that they're willingly. Why would he bite me? Or they're like they're capturing the men. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, it turns the out boys. the boys are actually the the predators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't. Laugh that would be called, that'd be called nab. Mla, the North American Boy Man Love Association. Nab Mla. No, don't, don't st- I uh, I'm watching. I'm going through a haunted uh, house on Bly Manor or whatever. Oh yes, uh, it's pretty good. I got to an episode where it's like I got to a twisty episode where like, oh, interesting. Well, what happened? I I can't say too much. I don't want to spoil it. Well, I'll watch it before next week. I've man. seen it. Okay. I've seen it all. What? Where you find out? Okay. Oh, you'll understand this, Ted. At the beginning, when you first meet this one character, she's staring down a well. Now you figure out why she's staring down that well. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and, and that woman that is well? a really good actress. Her, the mo- the, again, fantastic. the monologues, Matt, the monologues. The writing in this thing is fantastic. This this show is a little less compelling than uh, Midnight oh, Mass. Well, yeah. It's a little more of a slog. But it's the, it is the writing that keeps me Her wrong. monologue I, I, in that first episode where she's like, I think there's more the than boys just, down that the, bo- the children just ran around kicking up such a fuss <laughs> and I longed yeah. for them to make, I hated it so much, but then after after Charlotte died, they just fell quiet and I longed for them to kick yeah. up a fuss. And she's doing that whole Those like monologue. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Blind Manor's about the ghost, right? Yeah. It's, it's like a spooky. And the ghost. other one's about the bent neck lady. Yeah. And this one's about a spooky ghost in a lake. 
or something. Kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a lot deeper than that. And, and then down the well, right? And then Mike Flanagan's next show is just starting to be filmed now, which sounds a lot of fun. Yeah, the House of Usher or whatever. It's called it's yeah. called the ghost the spooky ghost in the well, Sean. That's the that's that that would be uh yeah. that would be the ring. Ghost oh, in the yeah. well. The, the ring was good. Yeah. The ring was creepy. She literally climbed out of the ring was literally looking out of the well. Like that's that's what the ring the title meant. What was her name? That's Samara. Right. Samara. Yeah, that isn't that what the ring was? It's like the, that was the view she had when she was drowning in the well. She looked up and she saw the the round. So Bly Manor well, kind of does its own put, version of that, and they right? push the lid over it. Yeah, they yeah. push the lid over it, but she could still see the light coming through the cracks, and it yeah. created a ring of light. And that's what she saw. And as that was she like drowned. the eclipse. Like you thought it was an eclipse, yeah. right? Because they were opening that thing up. Yeah. I'm terrified of. of uh, I have a phobia. It's crazy of, and I will work myself into a panic and it's about cars going into lakes at night and not knowing how to get out and and somebody dumping me head first down a well and and being stuck i watched uh, watch i I mean it takes my breath thinking about i uh oh my my mom had a friend who drove her car at night into a lake like off a bridge and Uh, she lived but she has uh, she told the story that she said she drove into the lake and the car sunk like immediately. And she said that she literally was in the car and she could see the headlights were on. And she's just looking through the windshield and she she said like fish were swimming in front of her car. And she was like, uh, oh my God. But imagine your family in there with you. What would And she you managed do? to get out. I'm terrified. And they, and they yeah. said what happened is she had a dog. Her little dog was in the car. She got out. These men came and like ran and jumped in the lake. She got out and started screaming, my dog, my dog. And one of the men like went down and then popped back up and had her dog and the dog was fine. It's like, oh my God. That guy died because of that stupid dog. Stupid dog. How dare you? Dude, when we went to New Orleans, (laughs) we went over to, we went over the the Bay Bridge at night. And I think it was like 38 miles across. Yeah. It it was terrifying for me. I bought, I bought emergency hammers. To put in our cars before we went across that bridge because well, you know that, you're I'm supposed so to scared of it. You take your, you know, the on your um, chairs how there's that head part. You're supposed yeah. to take that head part out because there's two little metal beams at the end. That's what you use to break the window in your. Well, I've also heard Got if you, you ever crash, you need to be thinking quick. If you crash into a lake like that, you need to immediately pull it together and roll your window down. Before the cars, yeah. before the cars underwater, roll the window down, and the water is going to start pouring in. But you can get your seat undone, and when when the when the flow kind of starts to die down, just pull yourself through the window. What? Well, we got an emergency. I bought hammers for the cars, right? And I was like, yeah. man, this razor blade ain't gonna cut no seatbelt. No. So for I, but that's what I thought. Now we, we had some seatbelt material in a building for some reason. And, and I and I just done it to see if it would cut through, and faster than you could blink, it cut through the whole like two inch thick seatbelt. Oh, nice! It, it's crazy how how good it it cut the seatbelt. Yeah. How many bridges are you driving over? Not a lot. It's just, dude. I I, I think I'm claustrophobic. Oh, yeah. I, I can, can think I can about understand. being in closed spaces with water, mm-hmm. and, and it's just something that's always bothered me, man. I uh, I had a um, uh, I'm not scared of water. I, I, I get it. I get at it at all. But but being flipped upside down, you know, like in our FJ, you know, the, the windows ain't that wide, really wide enough for me to fit through. 
Mm-hmm. I saw this video that was called, like, The Worst Ways to Die. It was this thing I watched. And they had one on there that I was like, I cannot even imagine. It kind of went to what you were talking about, Sean. And it, like, literally, I still it's the only one on that whole video I still remember. This guy was, like, going through a cave. You know, one of these guys that goes to a cave that's a little too tight. Like, spelunking. Yes, that... That happened recently. Uh, to the, I, recently. I saw that. Well, I don't yeah. know if this oh is recent, God. but this guy, he ended up sliding head first over a ledge yeah. into a tiny little hole where he, uh. where, he, where he crawled sort of down under a thing and then back up, and then he slid, and he got stuck upside down uh. in this deep, narrow hole. And he, was, and he could not turn around, and he could not pull himself out because he was, it was so tight. He was... That's not, that's what he I'm was fear. upside down, that's and, the they, worst. and they could that's and the they, worst. they tried to send they could not get anybody to him. They tried to send cables, and they were like, "We can't do anything about it." And he just basically had to die over like several days from just like the blood rushing to his head, upside down. <sighs> and I remember they had like a drawing showing how the cave was laid out and why they couldn't get to him. And it was I remember it creeped me out. I was like, "Oh God, that's that's awful." I will. Recently, I don't get these people to go in those YouTuber. tight caves. Like, ugh. Yeah. They were filming, and and he, he held his breath to get through this crack and got stuck and couldn't exhale and died right there. Yeah, it's too... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too tight. You know, I watch a lot of the snake guys on YouTube. Like, uh, there's a tattoo guy that has all these snakes in Florida, and there's all these young guys that have all these poisonous snakes, and, and the, one of them's going to die. A lot of times they're just holding the snakes, and, and the snake's, like, on their hand and stuff, and they're like... Oh, he's so calm. But it's like crazy, deadly... Sn- I mean, crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. This thing this thing bites you, you're dead in seven seconds. I'm going to fuck around with it. Yeah, and they're sitting there, and, and there's so many close calls, and you're like, it just got a shirt. It just bit his shirt. <laughs> I mean, what the hell's wrong with these guys? That's, that's what Tyler Nolan, the, the guy from doing, uh, Ink man. Master. Like messing. For the views, yo. The first time I ever saw the crocodile but, hunter, he was sticking his hand down a hole, and he pulls out this snake by the tail, and the snake is snapping at him, and he's like, this is the Australian Taipan. One drop of this thing's venom, you're dead in seven seconds. And he's just, like, messing around with it, and it's snapping at him. And I was like, what uh, the hell right. is this? Yeah, that's cockiness. Yeah. That's years Another, of nothing going wrong. That's something. Before we get wrong. to the wrap up show, there's an that show that I told you you need to watch, Ted. It's called the Grim Life Podcast, and there's another guy. That, it was always Norman Reedus's handler. His name is Scott Clark, something like that. Uh, he does the same type of show, but on Grim Life, they recently went to Maine and they d- went to all the filming locations for Pet Cemetery. Well, they found out where they had the Pet Cemetery thing. Uh, like 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 the little ghetto cemetery. They went to the one with the rocks, to where the the bodies the come back to life. Ground. But the Indian burial grounds. They they went there, and there there were still piles of rocks and stuff from where they had filmed there. But they found the original location where the cemetery was, and they got to digging in the dirt and dug up one of the crosses, one of the white crosses that they had had there. And they're like, you know uh-huh. what? This is like a gem right here. They're like, we're not going to say if we're going to take it or not take it. But and they took it, and then later not? that night, one of them curse. turned up dead. <laughs> one is a yeah. curse. Yeah. But, but it's kind of cool seeing, you know, they go to the house, and they're like, you know, this is where Gage got hit. Grim life, dude. Ted, especially if you were still in Los Angeles, because that's where they're based now. But they do, like, Goonies and, and all these movies, and, and they, they're in the cemetery a lot. And they're, you know, showing, like, they went to Bob Saget the other day, and they're like, you know, all these people were here, and we come to pay respect to Bob Saget, and this is where he's buried. But Grim Life, whatever your home board, Ted, 
I really did think they, you would did, dig did this they show. break into the morgue and take selfies with Bob Saget's corpse or anything? <laughs> no. Uh, well, well, he's buried in the ground. It was some small what did cemetery. He die of? Does anybody know? They're not saying they, they said heart attack, but because he, he just did a comedy show and they said he like he died in his sleep. Mm. I, I, I think it was jealousy from Dave Coulier. He came after him. Yeah. Cut it He's out. always been jealous Cut of Saget. Cut it out. Yep. Yeah. But guys, let's get to Dana the wrap-up show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that song was about him, right? The You Ought to Know. Was yeah. that about Dave you Coulier? You ought to know. Would you go down on you in yeah, that, that was about Dave Coulier, of all people. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> See, now, that's where I run into problems with a DJ. A song can say no cuss words, but be very vulgar like at a family pool. Yeah. Like going down on in, in a theater. There's no cussing there, but is that okay to play? That's, you know, that was on like, the radio yeah, for they never, years. They, didn't, if they don't believe it on the radio, I think it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> or like Hot In Here by Nelly to well, take off all your clothes. Dun, 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 well, dun, dun. If it's hot, you got to take off your clothes. You're it's at a just pool. good practice. People have, people have taken, <laughs> yeah. It's hot, and people have taken their yeah. clothes off at the pool. It's, it's hot in here, Ted. It's good advice. Off. Yep. <laughs> but guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. Norm will be back on the next show. I guess in two weeks, we'll be back for the return of The Walking Dead. Oh, oh man. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be so good. It's good. It's definitely not going to be filler it's episodes. It's going to be so good. It's going to be it's going to be 15 <laughs> filler episodes, and then the finale is going to be like a $500 million budgeted thing. Oh, wait. Yeah. We're going to find out what happened after all the arrows came down on the people that definitely aren't dead because we know they're Oh, the I forgot. Yeah, they, they did that scene yeah. where the arrows came down on Daryl, and then they said, coming up on The Walking Dead, and you just see Daryl and Negan and everybody just walking around just fine. And <laughs> yeah. the sun all is the up, so you know it's the die. next day. It's like, wow, <laughs> thanks for killing all the suspense there, uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm surprised Daryl hasn't come out on Twitter like, yo, this season's going to be really, this is the most intense season I've ever done. We're going to see some deaths, big deaths coming up. Remember how every yeah. season he always, and like, there's an earthquake it. or something. No, he always, like, goes you're, on. You're going like, to be in tears at the end of this episode. Yeah. And it was Deanna's husband. It's like, yeah. like, like the one that died. And I was like, what? Yeah. Sorry, Sean, I interrupt you. I, we're, we're, no. where are we going? What are we doing? Uh, guys, let's get to the wrap-up show, uh, and we'll be back uh, for the turn of The Walking Dead in two weeks. Uh, Norma will also be back with us, hopefully. She had severe diarrhea, hopefully. Too, tonight. That's why she's not here. She now. did. SD. She had the run. She had the SDs. <laughs> Brown panties. <laughs> That's all we'll say. Jesus. But let's get to the wrap-up show. Ted, where can people find uh, you? Tedekin on everything, playing some Halo on the X-Boner. Join me and Matt. Yeah, we need to play yeah, again, yeah. Matt. That was, I have fun playing yeah, with you, Matt. That's, That's fun. fun. We're good. We're good. We're a good yeah. team. I'm pretty good. I mean, yeah. I, I am pretty. I'm pretty good at the Halo. I, I played it earlier. I got a uh, what's it called? A overkill. Yes. Yeah. I'm consistently top of my team. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, DJ Freeman. I got annoyed. Let uh, me tell you this. I, I don't have a Matto request let yet. Me, let me tell you this. Uh, last Xbox. Well, da download oh, uh, Halo, Sean. It's free. Yeah. You download Halo. Um, I had a guy, this kind of got on my nerves, I was playing last night, and a guy was new, I guess. I, I've been doing the voice chat a little bit because people are talking more. And this guy, I'm like, mm. we're playing oddball. And I had yeah. only, th I only had three kills because I'd held the ball for two minutes by myself. And this guy's yeah, like, this guy game. in our fucking team sucks. He's only got three kills. This fucking, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, and I think he was new the way he was talking to his friend. Like, he didn't understand the rules. And I was like, I've held the yeah. ball for two and a half minutes. That's the goal. That's, That's the, the objective, objective dummy. Ball. Yeah, but he thought I see. Like, I wasn't <laughs> contributing. Like, Suck I only it, have three bitches. Kills. Yeah, that's dumb. I love. I love yeah. gamers. They're the worst people on earth. 
Yeah, we'll play. We'll definitely play. And, and Sean, I'll add you to my Xbox. I only play Halo on um, multiplayer. That's the only thing yeah, I play on. Add me and then, then, uh, now, Matt. To FP, what, what are you on PS5, man? Party, That's true. Uh, I'm M. Bradford on uh, PS5. You know, like like M. Bradford or just, yeah, just one M. 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 Bradford, yeah. Oh, M. Mm. Mm. Bop. Mm. Bop, that's it. Uh, yeah. Matt, where can people find you? Uh, at Matt McFly, M- <laughs> a- uh, at sign, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y, uh, Video Game Outsiders, uh, No Sleep Podcast, and True Crime Disturb Pod. No, Disturb True Crime Podcast. I'm, I'm tired. True, disturbed yeah, true crime podcast yeah uh you can find me on twitter.com slash freeman daddy five my xbox one gamer tag is dj freeman daddy and follow my djing page over on <laughs> facebook at, at facebook.com forward slash dj freeman daddy and call our hotline if you look at your logo on your phone look down look at it it's got the number there call it leave us a message uh norma is, is the only one that knows how to work the phone so if, if you've called over the last few weeks we apologize. That's, that's why we can't we'll fire Norma. How, how, she's the only one who knows how to use the phones, and she won't tell us how she does it. <laughs> secret. Yeah. It's a secret. She's, she knows as long as she has this over on us. <laughs> that's her leverage. We can't get rid of her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's 609-964-4855, but look down at your logo. I put that logo with with the phone number on it, so whether you're on Spotify or iTunes or iHeartRadio, wherever, the phone number is there, so there's no excuses, zombies. And I did want to give one more reminder. Listen to 103.1 The Wave, Sunday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern Standard Time, uh, Resurrection Radio. It's good music. And you hear him talk about ZombieCast almost on every episode. So thanks, Eddie Rotten, for all that you do for ZombieCast and uh, Resurrection oh. Radio, 103.1 The and Wave. And by the way, today I finally got my uh, Joe Bob Briggs Iron Mutant Certificate. Remember that from oh, last you know, year? talking about that. Last yeah, June, yeah, yeah. It, 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 like last June, you had to watch the two god awful movies and write the thing. And it and Darcy, ha- the, the issue was, she didn't know. She she thought she really said this. She's like, we thought we were gonna get twelve people that did this, and fucking twenty three hundred people did it. And so and they personally signed every one of them and mailed them out, and it, co- it ended up costing like ten thousands of dollars. It turned out to be a big mess. And Darcy's like, yeah, yeah we're not doing that again. But that, that finally came today, so I was pretty excited. At least but, they honored it. But it's funny, because Dar- Darcy literally said, like, she had to pay for a lot of it out of her own pocket. And I was like, good. Like, every envelope, I saw in the envelope, it was $1.25. I was like, Darcy ended up spending, like, thousands of dollars of her own money on this. But, um... But well, don't don't, underres- don't underestimate, don't underestimate the Joe cast. Bob mutant mutant family because they never will again. They, she's like, we never will again. We thought seventeen people would actually do it, and we got two thousand entries. But I'll, yeah, I'll try to get her on. I, you know, I, she knows who I am. I talked to her on Twitter. I've met her in person. So yeah, cool. we need to try having guests. And I remember Craig so, Engler uh, when he was on said it's been a while. said he he would try to get Darcy on. Remember last time That'd he was awesome. on, he said that. So I don't see why not. I've seen her be on things. Yeah. Right, I got explosive diarrhea again. Okay, good go. God. All right. Yep, sounds good. But on behalf of Matt Bradford, Norma Latte, Tannikin, Matt McFly, and myself, Freeman 85, we could call episode 429. Oh, almost 430 of Zombie Cast, a total and decrepit rap. Go, Matt, run. Run for the field. Good night, zombies. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.